This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Well, the Gremlins got a hold of me for a second there. I almost went to a song and then I almost went straight to Jan. But of course, all good things come to those who wait. And this is Jan Vermeulen, editor at mybroadband.co.za. Jan, a good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. It's been a while since you and I have chatted. So much has happened. So it's so good to have you on the line. Um, Let's just dive right in. Um, Let's talk about Zoom showing signs of recovery after the post-pandemic slowdown and then just go straight into TikTok granting Oracle full access. Yeah, sure thing. So, um, I mean, exactly as those headlines suggest what's happening, um, for for folks who maybe didn't know, um, Zoom's uh, revenue plummeted. After people started, you know, going back to the office, back to life after the, the load shedding lock, uh, sorry, the, the, the COVID lockdowns started lifting. And uh, that really hurt its bottom line. And so uh, it's on, on a road to recovery, but it's not, not quite there yet. Um, but uh, yeah, it does, it does uh, bode well for Zoom. It certainly looks as though, you know, when we're, we're not going back to the way things were, there's sort of a hybrid future um, awaiting us all. But, you know, hybrid work from home, work from the office, or at least, um, you know, work a lot more uh, with remote people um, so than, than we used to uh, before the pandemic. So uh, that's good news for Zoom. Um, also good news for Zoom that it's it's managed to introduce products that, that people are willing to pay for and put its revenue on an upward tra- trajectory. Um, but it's uh, it's it's a far cry from the uh, the breakout success that it was. But I I, I don't understand why um, why people expect it different. It, it, you know, Zoom was a tool for the times, and um, and and it's I, I think it's really capitalized well on that success, even if there was a temporary downturn in its revenue as people started you know leaving their homes then tiktok um for for to bring folks up to speed on that um tiktok is facing bans all over the five eyes nations now the five eyes nations are those allies like the united states and the united kingdom and australia and new zealand who share intelligence data and um and so there's this concern that TikTok, which is owned by ByteDance, a Chinese company, will share private information with the Chinese Communist Party. And so um, it's been uh, banned off of, um, you know, uh, uh, certain devices or certain um, government phones. And, um, and uh, you know, there's, uh, there was a talk of, of just like a United States-wide ban on TikTok if they can't provide some kind of assurance that um, that the data isn't going to just go into uh, a, a, you know into a foreign government's intelligence um, uh, apparatus, and so um, yeah, this is TikTok's uh, way I think of trying to ensure that it retains access to the U.S. market. It's going to grant Oracle. The database company that, that people might, might know, Oracle is also the company that now owns Java, uh, the, the programming language that, that um, powers so much of the corporate world, um, and the MySQL database, uh, which powers so much of what we do online. Um, and they are going to provide full – TikTok is going to provide full access to its source code, algorithm, and content moderation material to Oracle. And that, that's now uh, part of its efforts to kind of assuage 
uh, U.S. regulators and ensure that, uh, that that they're not banned. Even though I think most commentators said that the, the likelihood of uh, TikTok being banned across the United States is is incredibly unlikely just because of the way the internet works. Um, but certainly it could be banned off of uh, off of government phones, which I think it might still be. But um, TikTok is is hoping to at least retain access uh, to to the U.S. market because it is a big one. Both two very interesting stories, that of Zoom. Um, of course, Zoom is still very, you know, with, with hybrid, like you mentioned, it's still very much in use, um, nowhere near post-pandemic levels, of course. And TikTok has been, is it going to be banned? Is it not? And we've seen so much happening, but like you said, and with government officials, if they're going to be using devices um, that uh, could possibly um, transmit sense of information, Governments must do what they need to do to protect themselves. And it's just a very interesting growth considering the size of TikTok. Um, there's another story that you need to check out. It was about a woman in South Africa using TikTok to extort money from people in a supposed TikTok suicide scam. And uh, there was some other project that was released today. She handed herself over to the police. So always very interesting things coming out of TikTok. A little yeah. bit uh, uh, something that, that I don't really know very much about. It's something, I think, um, uh, for the youngsters, but very, very interesting. But more importantly, moving home to South Africa, um, there's been, is it going to be built? Is it not going to be built? What's happening? And that's Amazon's South African headquarters. And there's now been... A court victory. Tell us a little bit more about this. Yes, so uh, the, the case went to the Supreme Court of Appeal, and it has refused to grant the Observatory Civic Association. Now, that's the organisation um, that that's part of the court case that's blocking this was trying to block this development at the River Club in Cape Town. Um, and uh, for folks who might not know, uh, the the River Club, um, the anchor tenant at that that development is going to be Amazon, as in the Amazon. Um, Amazon, uh, the, the, their web services um, that uh, uh, revolutionized the way cloud computing works um, was actually developed in Cape Town, and, uh, and it's always maintained an office there, um, although some of the functions have been cycled out and around, and, you know, it's not quite the, the AWS um, office anymore, but... Um, still, Amazon's been in, in Cape Town for a long time. Um, it's probably going to be expanding uh, aggressively into South Africa because Amazon wants to go beyond just offering its cloud services here. It wants to launch a marketplace here, a third-party marketplace here, which will compete against the likes of Take A Lot and Bid or Buy and so on. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Supreme Court of Appeal um, has blocked the – uh, Observatory Civic Association's uh, uh, application to appeal um, a Western High Court ruling dismissing an interdict that would uh, prevent the developers from continuing. So they were trying to interdict the developers from from continuing building on on the on the project um, because for 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 a variety of reasons. But the developers saying, listen, if this interdict goes through, that's effectively um, a win for. Um, the, 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 the people who are opposing this development, um, by default. Because, um, Amazon will pull their money, uh, and, and they will leave. And then this whole project falls flat. If, um, if this interdict is granted, and so the interdict will cause them to lose the case before the merits of it are even heard, is, is essentially what, 
the River Club developers, they called the Leisure Property Trust, Lisbeck Leisure Property Trust, um, uh, uh, argued. And uh, they had the Western Cape High Court side with them. Um, and now the Supreme Court of Appeal throw out the uh, throw out the the, um, the attempt by the OCA to to block this development now, um, and so that's a that's a huge victory um, for them. And but obviously the merits of this thing still have to be heard. But at least the the construction continues, and um, and uh, you know the the developers live to to fight another day. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a it's been an interesting case um, to to follow to you know to see these um, these various interests colliding. So you've got uh, for for folks who might not um, know, it's it's difficult to give like a three sentence summary of what's going on here. But suffice it to say, there's First Nations groups. So in South Africa, those are the Khoisan, um, who uh, are uh, at least one First Nations group together with the, the Observatory Civic Association that are blocking this development, and they're saying that it infringes on the heritage of the Khoisan um, on this extremely holy site. Then you've got a separate First Nations group who say that, no, um, in fact, all of their rights are being respected by these developers who came and spoke to them first and are going to essentially build a whole... Um, like a whole uh, uh, exhibit almost, or um, a, a you know a, a, a part of the construction is going to honour the the First Nations people's history at this site, and they've committed to doing that. They've committed to rehabilitating the site and making sure that the the rivers are nice and clean. And so you've got two First Nations groups that have that have actually collided. In this matter, with the one saying that no, the Khoisan's rights are being infringed, and another one saying that no, our rights are being respected, well, and and you are now undermining that. Um, so it's it's uh, it's been an uh, it's, it's been, been a long an journey, odd, an interesting case, and it's it's not over yet. Well, Jan, for me, the the the, the plus side is more jobs in Cape Town. Uh, more money pumped into the local economy, and we need that not just rolled out in the Cape, but we need similar international organizations investing in the rest of the country. Jan, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Always an absolute pleasure to chat to you. And you too. Have a great evening.